You're listening to Creating Impact Through Giving, a podcast brought to you by the Oklahoma City Community Foundation, providing you with the stories, techniques, and tools around impactful giving. On this show, we'll talk to donors, professional advisors, nonprofit leaders, and our own team of experts to identify charitable strategies that have resulted in some of our most impactful gifts. The Oklahoma City Community Foundation has helped passionate individuals, families, and organizations create scholarships that collectively awarded over $2.8 million this past year to nearly 800 students. Hi, I'm Dan Martell. Welcome back to the pod. It's that time of year again when thousands of Oklahoma students begin thinking about college and more importantly, how to pay for college. Tuition costs have increased by more than 41% over the last 10 years, which is a pretty significant gain. So the big question today is how are kids able to afford attending college? That's where scholarships can come in to play and help ease the burden of students who might uh, not be able to go to college without some form of financial assistance. Today, we have Jessica Schwager, who is the Director of Scholarship Programs with the Oklahoma City Community Foundation, as well as Rick Fernandez, who is the Coordinator of the Central Oklahoma Guidance Counselor Network. And we also have an OCCF scholarship recipient, Carolina Garcia, who is a student at the Oklahoma City University, and she'll be talking with us today about what that scholarship meant to her and how it's helping her financially. So let's get right to it. First of all, I want to welcome Jessica Schwager back to the program. Jess, welcome back. Always great to have you. It's good to be back. So Jessica, here we are in early 2022 and students and parents, right, uh, are already talking about applying to college and the bigger discussions become, how are we going to pay for it? Right. All right. So the Oklahoma City Community Foundation has been rewarding, uh, awarding scholarships to students for several years. Tell me how all this got started. Yes. Our scholarship programs first started in 1970 by a man named E.K. Gaylord. And we only had a few scholarships between then and about the mid-90s. But after the Oklahoma City bombing, we were tasked to be in charge of the Survivors Education Funds, where we kind of helped survivors of the bombing with their education through scholarships. And I think it was after that point in time, we really became known as um, people who were um, good at managing scholarships. And so about that time until now, our scholarship program has grown to a a little over 220 different scholarship funds that we manage. Man, that's uh, quite a bit of scholarships. Yes, it's a lot of scholarships. It is. Actually, what are some of the different types of scholarships the foundation awards every year? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So we work with donors primarily to establish scholarships. And so many of those donors might have unique interests. They might want to set up scholarships for certain high schools in Oklahoma City. Uh, They might be from, we have a donor from Wellston, Oklahoma, who wants to establish scholarships for graduates of Wellston. Uh, We have opportunities for students across the state. So we are a statewide scholarship provider. We have opportunities for rural students. Uh, We have opportunities for Lawton community, um, the Lawton community. We have opportunities for Central Oklahoma, high school students, college students, a couple for graduate students. So we have really scholarships all across the board. I read that the Community Foundation is the state's largest independent provider, correct? That's correct. Scholarships across the state, which is Pretty impressive. What are we talking about? I mean, how big is it? How many scholarships do you does the foundation give out every year? And, and what kind of money are we talking about? Well, we're talking about a lot of money that we manage here. Uh, we, this last year, awarded about $2.8 million in scholarships. Wow. Yeah, and since last year, uh, we've had another 14 scholarships come to us, new scholarships that we will be awarding again this year. 
So I'm imagining that we might be hitting close to that, that 3 million mark here pretty soon. And then last year, we awarded a little over 800 students with scholarships. It's a lot of kids lot. Uh, needing some help. And mm-hmm. I think that is a, a certainly a worthy cause. So if a student is already in college, does the foundation help there too? Is if they wanted to get a scholarship, even though they're already in college? Good question. We do have some scholarship programs for students already in college. We have a couple of programs. So we have one that if a student has been awarded one of our Community Foundation Scholars Scholarship, which is for a graduating high school senior, if they are still in the state of Oklahoma at a college, they can apply for this renewal scholarship. So that's kind of an enhancement to that other scholarship. And then we have some other scholarships that donors set up, say for OU, OSU, UCO, OCU, Langston, Cameron. So we have some kind of pockets of scholarship money that students can apply for at different colleges here as well. And what's nice is that we offer scholarships to, say, non-traditional students, students who are looking into going to school. So say they have been in the workforce for a couple of years. Um, We have nursing scholarships. Say there's a nurse who's been in the workforce but then she wants to go back and get her bachelor's degree. She could then apply for our scholarships as well. Uh, So we have a lot of different opportunities that students should definitely check out. You know, one of the things I I, I saw a meme recently that was interesting too, and they were were talking about, you know, a lawyer. There was a young, well-dressed lawyer who, you know, was walking down the street with his briefcase and it said, you know, he's making $130,000 a year, but he owes about $100,000 in debt with school. Uh, then they showed a picture of a plumber who said he owes no debt and he makes about $160,000 a year. So my understanding is that the foundation also gives scholarships to students that want to attend a VOTEC. Is that correct? That is correct. Actually, most of our scholarships could go for students if they're planning to attend a, a VOTEC. Actually, there have been a few students we've awarded who um, are going straight to cosmetology school. And then as soon as they're done getting their cosmetology degree, then they go off to a four-year school and we're able to support them in that as well. So um, we have a lot of different opportunities for those students interested in going into VOTEC. I think that's uh, exciting because, you know, we do need plumbers. We do need mechanics. We do need aviation technicians, those kind of things. And the fact that the OCCF offers scholarships for VOTEC is pretty exciting as well. Yes, it is. What's the best way for students to learn about the scholarships that the Oklahoma City Community Foundation offers? So what I always say, because I have a lot of students and parents reaching out to me and saying, hey, this is a little bit about me or about my student. What am I eligible for? And unfortunately, I don't know everything about that student. So I can't really tell, you know, a list of scholarships that they might be eligible for. For instance, if that student goes to Norman North High School in Norman and they're playing football, um, they might be eligible for two different scholarships we have to offer, but they might have not, not have told me that they're in, that they're playing football or something like that. So I always recommend to them to go to our scholarship website, occf.org forward slash scholarships. There's going to be a how to apply video on that website. They'll watch that. They'll create an account in our scholarship system. And then what happens is the students will kind of create this profile about themselves. And then our website will recommend scholarships for them to apply for. So I think the best bet is just to go to our website, create an account, and then it will uh, recommend opportunities for them. Okay, so let's say you've got a handful of students. They've all applied. What's the next step? How are these, how are certain students awarded? How did the recipients receive the news that, hey, you've been selected to receive a scholarship? So we have hit the spring scholarship season where we have a lot of deadlines happening. We have quite a few deadlines coming up March 1st. So what will happen is students will apply for those scholarships. 
then what we do is we enlist the help of people in our community, people at our foundation, people from local nonprofits to help us review all of those scholarship applications. Um, it's a very intensive, very competitive process. So I do recommend to students that they make sure that all of their applications are complete. Make sure they're reading the instructions, applying for the scholarships uh, that they're eligible for, and making sure all of those applications are complete. If the application requires a transcript, be sure a transcript is submitted and attached. Uh, so once, once that happens, once that application's closed, what we do is we look at all the applications, we get them out to our reviewers to review, and then typically it does take about two to three weeks for those reviews to take place. Once the reviews take place, then um, and a, an awardee has been determined, we will send that awardee a letter in the mail. Um, and then a lot of times we are doing emails as well just because we know that we don't want to keep students waiting um, for a lot of those scholarships. But then also, a lot of times we're actually able to go to that student's awards banquet in May and present the student with a scholarship at that time. So it really is kind of a waiting game for students right now. Um, once they apply on March 1st, then we will hopefully get all of that award information out um, by mid-May at the latest whenever their award ceremonies take place. Now I know that one of the things the foundation does is hold luncheons for these what you call community foundation scholars. Can you tell us how that works and how those students are selected? Yes well the past couple of years unfortunately because of the pandemic we haven't been able to do those lunches so fingers crossed we're able to do them this year but uh, that group of students is actually selected through an application process in our online website that closed in December. So it's our earliest deadline. And this group of students, um, they were uh, reviewed by their high school counselors. They were known for kind of their community service. They had to have a certain GPA. Um, and so they uh, were selected and then they have to be approved by our uh, scholarship committee, which is this governing board that we have. Uh, and then we also have a group of students in addition to those community foundation scholars who are first generation scholars. Uh, so they apply the same kind of similar way, they're selected, and then we invite both of those group of students to our luncheons. So we have the luncheons over a series of four days. We invite those students from 54 different high schools in central Oklahoma to come to the luncheons. We break them, break them up to about um, 50 to 60 students per day. And what's really neat is they'll get the opportunity to meet us at the foundation, see the foundation, get a really nice lunch. And then we also invite any donors to their scholarships to those banquets as well. So they get a chance to connect with their donors. And that's exciting. That's really cool. Um, I am curious about this. Have you ever had a student that's received a scholarship from the foundation since you've been the head of the, the department here that maybe have gone to college and maybe came back a few years later just to say thank you? Yes, we have that all the time. And I think that's actually probably the most rewarding part of working this job. In fact, it was really neat. I connected with a student um, a, few, a couple years ago when I first started at the program, and she actually reached out to me, would have been last year, and she said, I received this scholarship, um, and I just wanted to know how I can help you all. I just want to spread the word about scholarships, and it's really neat her, about her. Uh, her name is Sophie Graham, and she is featured in our How to Apply video on all of our websites because she just reached out and said, how can I help? What can I do? She was more than willing to come up here and film a video for us, and she did a great job. Um, so a lot of times we have those students who come up and just and thank us for everything we've done. That's great. It's always nice to know that your hard work is uh, is thanked every now and then. So, okay, Jess, one more time. What is the best way for students to who would like to apply for a scholarship? What do they need to do? Well, they need to get on it right now. Um, do not wait. If you're listening to this right now, make sure that you get into our website. Go to occf.org forward slash scholarships. 
there will be a how to apply video on that website. Watch the video and then there's a link to our scholarship application through there. I think it's very important students watch that video because it's going to kind of walk them through the process um, and how to create an account and an application. And then they'll create that application. I'd say get on it right now. We have a lot of deadlines um, coming up, especially a big March 1st deadline. So do not wait. Get on it now. And if they have any questions at all, our contact information is right there on our website, occf.org scholarships. Uh, so reach out to us if they have questions. All right. So if you're a student right now and you're looking to go to college or a VOTEC or trying to trying to enhance your, uh, your future career with a, a great scholarship from the Oklahoma City Community Foundation, you'll definitely want to go to OCCF org forward slash scholarships. If you're a parent out there listening, you just heard it's the same address. Uh, Jessica, thanks again for being with us, uh, enlightening us about scholarships. Um, it looks like you all have been very busy and will be very busy in the coming weeks, plowing through applications, making students very happy by selecting some of the scholarship recipients uh, for 2022. So it's exciting and uh, good luck with that. Thank you so much, Dan. Now we want to bring in Rick Fernandez. Rick works a lot with guidance counselors across the state, and when it comes to helping students learn about scholarships, he'd be the guy to go to at OCCF. Rick, welcome to the pod today. Great to be here. Well, I'm glad you're here. So let's just jump right in. Rick, what role does a guidance counselor play in the uh, role of actually helping students when it comes to applying for various scholarships? Well, for many students and families, the guidance counselor may be their only source for information on college admissions and financial aid. We rely on counselors across the state to assist us for scholarship promotion and helping students apply. So what's the role of the Community Foundation and how do you all work with guidance counselors? Well, I manage the Central Oklahoma Guidance Counselor Network. It's a trustee initiative, as well as various other scholarships uh, across the state. Through the Guidance Counselor Network, we host two free workshops a year for counselors that feature specific information on college admissions, financial aid, and campus visits to university, colleges, and technology centers in Oklahoma and neighboring states. So do you actually go out to the schools across the state and, and make visits? Uh, do you supply them, the, the school counselors, with some kind of information packet? How does all that work? Yes, uh, I go and so does the uh, scholarship staff. Uh, we attend college fairs and student application workshops at schools in central Oklahoma and in various communities across the state. We do scholarship brochure mailers statewide as well as social media promotion. Is it, I'm curious to know, just with you know Oklahoma City Community Foundation obviously being located here, percentage of, of applicants that come from outside of the metro area, do you have that stat? I don't have a particular percentage, but I would say 60% of our applications come from central Oklahoma, and probably the other 35 to 40% do come outside the central Oklahoma. All right, so you get quite a bit that are applying yes. for uh, mm -hmm. the, the uh, scholarships here. That's, that's excellent. I was curious to know how you all work with uh, some of the rural areas. You mentioned 35 to 40% come outside the metro, too. I would say counselors in all school districts work very hard to assist students in the college and career application process. We cannot get the students awarded without their assistance. Fortunately, we have a liaison named Wanda Mentor, and she is our liaison that works directly with rural schools and the Lawton Community Foundation. She is terrific. So... You know, COVID, you know, has kind of played a, a real interesting role in so many factors of our lives over the last couple of years. And I'm sure that it's affected scholarships, you know, people interested in applying and you know, maybe I won't go to school this time or uh, whatever. 
How has that worked uh, in terms of the increase or decrease in the number of applications you all see here? Um, you know, initially we saw a decrease in the number of applications when COVID hit and the schools were forced to go virtual. We did see a significant drop off, but we quickly rebounded this fall as uh, schools opened back up and they were no longer uh, full-time virtual. So the application process, we've pretty well rebounded from where we were a year and a half ago. Well, that's good news, and people are finally starting to to take it serious again and, and get out there. What else, Rick? Is there anything else you can tell us about uh, the this particular uh, counselor group? Well, the, the, the Central Oklahoma Guidance Counselor Network, it consists of 54 schools here in Central Oklahoma, and specifically, we have some guaranteed scholarships at those schools for first-generation students and students that meet a specific GPA uh, requirement. And it's a great opportunity. It's not necessarily a need-based scholarship. And we probably do anywhere from 150 to 200 awards out of this trustee initiative scholarship program each year. That's exciting. We were talking to Jessica Schwager uh, just before you came on and didn't realize, but, uh, you know, this is the Oklahoma City Community Foundation is the largest independent scholarship provider in the state, which is a, a fact that we want as many people to know as possible. Right. We didn't start out that way, but sure. thank, thank, thankfully for our, our donors in the community, they, they have made it happen. Fantastic. Well, Rick, thanks for uh, being with us today. This is Rick Fernandez, the coordinator of Central Oklahoma Guidance Counselor Network with the foundation. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. Now I want to bring in Carolina Garcia, a student at Oklahoma City University who received the Dorothy Deaver Business Scholarship from the foundation. Welcome, Carolina. Glad you're here. Hello. Thank you for having me. Um, now, I want to put this in uh, this particular scholarship in context, Dortha Deaver was a successful businesswoman here in Oklahoma City who, prior to her death, established this scholarship for women who wanted to major in business at Oklahoma City University with a preference to those majoring in finance, accounting, management, or economics. And obviously, you're one of those students. Yes, <laughs> that is me. Well, welcome again. And let's just j jump right in, Carolina. Um, what was it like early on in the process as you were beginning to explore various scholarships that might have been made available to you? Well, um, it was definitely on the harder side. I think that when I first started looking for scholarships, I didn't necessarily know where to go. Um, but I do remember that my uh, high school counselor was the one who told me about this foundation and was like, you know what, why don't you just try it? The worst that can happen is no, <laughs> is not get a scholarship. So it was a bit uh, hard before I found this foundation, particularly because once you found this one, I think that it was easy because you had a whole list of stuff and it was specifically in Oklahoma. So it was a lot less competitive than the bigger scholarships that you find all around the state. Fantastic. Um, how did you hear about the Oklahoma City Community Foundation? I know you mentioned your, your counselor that kind of talked to her. Were there other students that maybe you knew that may have talked about it at all? I've seen a lot. I think that upperclassmen, um, sometimes that they would announce, you know, that they got scholarships. I would always be curious about where they got these scholarships from. Um, and I think a lot of the times that I reached out, it always ended up coming back to the same uh, Oklahoma City Foundation. So I think that um, it was it was easier in that specs because everyone was was going towards the same <laughs> foundation for scholarships. Absolutely. So I want to talk about this particular one that you received, the Dortha Deaver. So what were some of the steps that you took to apply for this particular scholarship? 
I had to apply for it. I think it was from my sophomore, the summer before my junior year. Um, and so it was pretty uh, nice because I think my uh, counselor at my uh, university was the one who reached out and sent the application and said that, you know, they had this awesome scholarship um, that not a lot of people were applying to. And so I jumped at the opportunity um, and it was kind of just, just your basic like application, you know, make sure you had all the requirements, which thankfully I hit everyone. Um, I'm a student, I'm business, you know, I had the grade point average and everything. So it worked out. It was filling out the information. I believe there was still a, a scholarship essay, um, but nothing too hard um, and everything. It just felt like it fit perfectly. That's that's really good news. Um how did you find out you were chosen to be the recipient of this scholarship? How did that happen? Well, actually, I believe I had an email, but it was not on my school email, so I didn't check it. And I was pleasantly surprised by the mail, the letter in the in the mail. So um, I came home and my mom, obviously, I have that kind of mom who knows no boundaries and she opened my mail for me. <laughs> and so she had already opened it and she's like, hey, I think you got something from your school. And I was like, um, what is it? And I, I opened it and I was like, this isn't from my school, mom. This is from a scholarship. So it was like a really nice, pleasant surprise to come home and see like the letter and it, it explaining you the Dortha Deaver scholarship and, and the amount and, um, you know, all the requirements. What did, you, what did your mom say when you let her know? Oh, I think at this point, she's not as impressed as she was when I first started applying to scholarships, but she was very uh, proud of me for sure. I think she was like, well, like, how did you do it? You didn't even tell me you applied. And, and sometimes I, I, I don't really tell her when I apply to all the scholarships just for the, up, mm -hmm. you know, she just is, I'm her daughter. So she expects me to get them all because she thinks I'm most <laughs> deserving. So well, what are moms for? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I get it. Um, so what do you tell me a little bit about what you're studying now? And um, do you think that this scholarship was a big help in, in helping you attend college? Yeah, so currently I'm studying marketing, business uh, admin with a major in marketing, um, and I plan on going into accounting, actually, for my master's, um, which is a little weird jump, right? But I think I, you know, your gen eds um, are for that, you know, so their business gen eds make you uh, try all aspects of the business school, and I think that accounting was the one for me. And I really enjoyed it, um, but I also really like marketing, so I thought, why not the best of both worlds? Um, and so when I applied, I didn't really think I was going to get it because I was like, I need to explain to them that I'm marketing, but I want accounting, so maybe they won't give it to me because not, you know, the preference in accounting. Uh, but it worked out, thankfully, and, and you know, it's still my path. It's in, in the business school, and anything business is really what I uh, enjoy. Um, of and yeah. the scholarship was 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 really a pleasant surprise because I do a lot of my um, scholarships are, are need based, financial based, and you know the farther you go into your college career, the less you have of that money that you start off with. You know I, um, so the school you know the bill is starting to get a little <laughs> higher as you go on, and so it was really nice because it really helped uh, cushion that you know the spot where I was needing to start to pay for it on my own. Okay, so it's, it, it's helped you then in the financial yeah. sense, which is, I guess, what they're all about. Yes. Um, one more question here. So what kinds of things made it a little easier uh, once you received the scholarship? Yeah, they, it helped me with my tuition, um, which was probably the, the biggest help for sure. 
And so I was able to buy my books on campus, which made it so much easier. So it really helped in the sense that I was able to just like not have to worry so much. And textbooks are not cheap anymore. (laughs) That is a fact. Well, thank you for being with us today, Carolina, and congratulations on being awarded the Dortha Deaver Scholarship. I hope you'll tell others that you know about applying at the Oklahoma City Community Foundation uh, when they might be in the market for looking for scholarships, and we enjoyed having you on the program. Of course. Thank you. Well, that about wraps it up for us today. I want to thank you all for listening, and I hope we've brought you some good information when it comes to applying for scholarships. So listen, if you're a student out there and wanting to go to college, or if you're a parent of a potential college-bound student, just visit us at occf.org forward slash scholarships, Because this is the time of year where you need to start diving in and looking at all the different types of scholarships that are available to your student. Again, the OCCF is the largest independent provider of scholarships in the state, and hopefully we'll be able to help you garner one of those scholarships for the coming school year. Join us again next month when we'll have a robust discussion on Oklahoma City's parks and trails that will include guest Leah Philpott, who you may have seen on television as the Foundation's Keep Moving OKC spokesperson, as well as Marsha Funk and our own Brian Doherty as he will bring us up to speed on some of the thousands of daffodils that are now blooming right here in OKC. You won't want to miss that. I want to thank Jessica Schwager, Rick Fernandez again, and Carolyn Garcia for being on the program today. We look forward to having you back with us next month. Until then, I'm Dan Martell, and we'll see you again on Creating Impact Through Giving. Creating Impact Through Giving is brought to you by the Oklahoma City Community Foundation, a nonprofit that works with donors to create charitable funds that benefit our community both now and in the future. For all episodes and more information, visit OCCF.org impact. Thanks for listening today, and I'd like to leave you with this. Everybody wants to create some kind of impact in your community. What would you like to do? Contact the Oklahoma City Community Foundation and let us help you turn your legacy into a reality today. See you next time.